welcome to Dr. Karen's podcast. I am Dr. Karen Wolf, and this is a series called Keys to Your Health. And today we're going to be talking about 10 things you need to know about your microbiome. So let's define what that is to start with. What is the microbiome? Well, it's actually one of the most exciting medical discoveries, I would say, because hands down as a a physician as I was in Australia, and now teaching people how to create health, this concept of the microbiome is transforming the way we look at health and disease. So what is the microbiome? Well, it's actually this community of trillions, trillions of bacteria that inhabit our gut and our mouth and our lungs and our nasal passages and our skin and our brain, all together, they make up what's called the microbiome. And we've been aware of these bacteria, of course, for a while. We've known that there's been bacteria in our guts and our nose and our skin. But it really isn't until very recently that we've realized what a crucial role they play in every aspect of our health. So it's really important to understand our microbiome. And I'm going to teach you 10 things that you need to know about the microbiome. So if this is the first time you've heard about the microbiome, this is a great way to to get familiar with it. I also like to put things in a nutshell, give you the top 10 things to know, and this might be the beginning of a whole new relationship with your microbiome. So let's start with number one. Number one, you are more bacterial than you are cellular, meaning there are more bacteria in your body than human cells. In fact, bacteria outnumber human cells by a factor of 10 to 1. And the genes in those bacteria, or the genes in the microbiome, outnumber your whole human genome by 150 to 1. You depend on the microbiome for for so many crucial functions. So there are friendly bacteria that we digest in our food, that govern our appetite, control our metabolism, they orchestrate our immune system, they influence our mood, they promote mental sharpness, they support bone development either, even, and they are natural antibiotics. And they even help determine our genetic expression, which is probably not a surprise to you since that fact that I just gave you, that the genes in the our microbiome outnumber our own genome by 150 to 1. Those genes are very important. So let's look at number two. We used to think bacteria were our enemies, but most bacteria are our allies. The next fact is a whole new idea about the microbiome. So the bacteria in our microbiome don't just help us perform certain functions in our bodies, such as digesting our food, but they actually help us restore gut health and heal symptoms like fatigue and depression, anxiety and headaches, even skin conditions like acne, eczema. And as I mentioned about the bone, who would think that the microbiome also had an effect on joint and muscle pain? So uh, another reason to really get educated about the microbiome. So the next one, which is number three. Keeping your microbiome healthy, which is probably a surprise, with a wide variety of friendly bacteria is the key to your health and weight loss. 
so how do you do that? How do you actually keep the microbiome healthy? Well, uh, too many unfriendly bacteria can contribute to being overweight and stressed and fatigued. So keeping good, healthy bacteria by taking a probiotic. Probiotic means for bacteria. And there are certainly very good probiotics, and there's some that are not so good. You can get probiotics from food, like a fermented food is actually a prebiotic, which helps feed the good bacteria in your gut. But taking a good probiotic, one that has over 50 billion cultures and certain types of cultures, and you can read certainly more about that, the detail of that. I don't want you to get into too much of that detail at this point, maybe for another web webcast or podcast, I'll be able to share that with you, but making sure you take a good probiotic is really, really important. Number four, the microbiome is the key to weight loss. Okay, so most weight management programs never talk about the microbiome, but this is another exciting area of research that we're looking at with what we call microbiome medicine to boost your metabolism and shed fat. So there's actually a discovery that there are certain kinds of bacteria, which we might call bad bacteria, that promote weight gain. And so the importance of balancing your microbiome with good, the whole range of different colonies. I'm not going to say good and bad, because when you actually have your microbiome measured, you actually look at the range of bacteria, and you want to have a balance. But if you're out of balance with a certain strain of bacteria, then that can promote weight gain. Who would knew? Who knew? So let's see. Number five, a balanced microbiome is a key factor in mental function and emotional health. So any psychologist out there, any mental health practitioner, anyone working in addiction science, you need to be educating your clients about the microbiome because your brain depends on it. So these neurotransmitters that we make naturally in our body that are so important for thought and emotion, they can actually get out of balance when the microbiome is out of balance. So again, the detail I can certainly share in a more specific podcast just for you to know and start to get excited about the amazing implications of the microbiome. So number six, stress can unbalance the microbiome. Well, what a surprise that is. None of these are probably surprising to you, but seeing it all linked to the microbiome becomes really, I think, so fascinating. So the lifespan of a bacteria is about 20 minutes. So in 24 hours, it really represents about 1,500 years in bacteria time. So in just one day, you can rebalance your microbiome. So that's the good news. We have a, a lot of power to be able to balance our microbiome. But stress will really increase the not-so-healthy bacteria in our body. And another reason why if you have extra stress, you need to be extra vigilant about the microbiome. Okay, number seven is some ways to actually increase the microbiome, either in capsule form or natural probiotics in fermented foods. So increase your fermented foods, yogurt, sauerkraut, kimchi, pickled vegetables. And of course, taking your microbiome daily is very important. Number eight is take your prebiotics. Prebiotics actually feed 
the good bacteria in the body. So a good prebiotic is fiber. Now we know fiber is very good for many reasons for the gut, but another reason is it actually feeds your good bacteria. Other ways you can get prebiotics are other foods like asparagus, carrots, garlic, jicama, okra, onions, radishes, tomatoes, and turmeric and cinnamon, also very good for the prebiotic. Um, number nine is educate your children about the microbiome. Make sure your children are also getting probiotics. So good, pro good probiotics and good prebiotics are actually really important for children's health as well because children are exposed to a lot of stress and that stress can actually change the bacteria flora in their gut and can contribute to different conditions that uh, are attributed to digestive disorders. And finally, number 10, the microbiome is the basis for the future of medicine. So it was very interesting, the Mayo Clinic actually published a, a primer on how physicians can incorporate their research about the microbiome into their clinical practice. And there was a statement made by the Mayo Clinic, and it went like this. Understanding the basic concepts about interactions between humans and their microbiome will be as important to clinicians as understanding the concepts of the genetics or even the germ theory. So now you have just a little background about the microbiome. I hope this was helpful. You can listen over and over and just refresh and even look up more information about the microbiome. Maybe this is the beginning of a journey for you to understand more. So you can go to my website, drkarenwolf.org. I'm always writing blogs. I do write blogs a lot about prebiotics and probiotics and the microbiome and lots of resources there. So until next time, stay well, keep learning, and take care of your microbiome.